0: It's time for Sports Wrap on 760 WJR. All right, this is the wrap on 760 WJR. To a car phone we go. Dave, thanks for hanging on. You're on 760.
1: Gentlemen, and Stephen Dan, you got the chemistry. It's cooking.
0: Presented by FanDuel, download the FanDuel Sports app today. FanDuel, more ways to win. Are you calling us from your office? I'm doing SportsCenter tonight with Are you uh, really? Dan Patrick. Yes. I'm very impressed. By the way, give Dan our best, he's a good man. And, I will. Uh, hey, uh, hey Dan, Chuck Swirsky says hi. This is the best sports rap has ever been, in my opinion. Now here's your host, Chris Renwick.
2: I think it would help if we had the mics plugged in to start. I don't know who did that. I'm talking to you midday shows. All right. So it's Matthew Lornick in for Chris Winwick on WJR. Now that we've figured it out, plugged it all in, we're back, we're ready to go. And that's a mishap that the Lions would have. That's something that's that's very indicative of your Detroit Lions. Just something as simple as plugging your microphone in to do a radio show. That's probably something that we should have checked beforehand. That's on me. And I'll I'll take that blame as much your head coach Dan Campbell would do to take the blame yet again. We're going to get into a lot of stuff today. Michigan Michigan State will be on the table at some point. The phone lines are open 800-859-0957. You can call that number, you can text that number. We're going to talk Detroit Lions to kick it off because that is the most recent dismantling of this team that just happened today. And they looked they looked pathetic from the start. Uh, They had nothing going for them. No energy, no fire. And that whole Dan Campbell, we're never going to give up. We're never going to stop. We're going to keep pushing. We're going to keep fighting. They just didn't didn't have it today. And obviously, yeah, Dan Campbell's going to take the blame again, and we'll listen to a couple clips here in a second about it. But what do you think, Lions fans, of what's happening? Can we all buy into the fact that what – Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes are dealing with is just leftover from the Matt Patricia era that they're just having to sort of weather this storm through one season where they can then start to put in their own pieces of the puzzle. Because that's really what this is. This isn't anything that they're doing wrong. They just don't have anything to do anything with. And so I think that's really where we're sitting right now with the situation that's that's happening for the Lions. 800-859-0957, the phone number. You can call, you can text, and we'll get into some of that. So let's hear Dan Campbell, though, talking about how the offense has just been sputtering out this entire season so far. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely a hard way to live. And you're not giving yourself any ability to live any better because of the pieces you have in place. Jared Goff was sacked six times today. You just, you're not going to be able to generate any type of effective offense if that's what you're dealing with. And the reason you're dealing with it is just because of what you have. I mean, it's, it's just the pieces you have, Dan Campbell you don't have a lot to work with. You got DeAndre Swift, you got TJ Hawkinson, and you got Jared Goff. Those are probably the three offensive players that are worth any anything right now. Because beyond that, you've got a bunch of rookies that are playing that might not be around next year, that might not play a lot. And you've got a defense that right now Can't really do much of anything to generate any type of momentum. So for him to say, yeah, it's tough to dink and dunk down the field. Well, just come out and say that we don't have the pieces yet. And I appreciate his honesty that he's had and his ability to put blame and onus on himself and to take that initiative to say this is on me and to to be as transparent as he's been. But at some point, you can come out and say what's actually happening. And you can say that you have a lot of inexperience. And this was Dan Campbell after the game talking about the situation of how bad things really are. Yeah, but at some point, setting the tone, setting the tempo, yeah, all of those things can fall on your head coach. But you've also got players on this team, all of which who are making a substantial amount of money to play the sport of football. They should be able to get themselves up for a game. They should be able to come into a game and say, yeah, you know what, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to give it my best. And if the syndrome for the Lions has already kicked in of, you know what, we're going 0-17, there's no chance here if that's what the Lions are thinking and what they're looking at, and if that's what they're, if that's what's already getting injected into that locker room, well, then there are issues there and there's going to be problems because that's going to start to undermine any type of effect that they think they can get from this team. He's not going to get anything positive if that's what's happening. Now for him to say that it's on him to turn it around. Sure it is. But I think as a coach, You can only do so much, rah, rah, let's go, come on, get up for the game as possible. At some point, the leadership has to come from someone on the team. Someone in that locker room needs to take onus on themselves to say, I'm going to get the rest of my guys up for this game. I'm going to get the rest of my teammates ready for this game. And the Lions don't have that. The Lions don't have one guy that they can look to and say, that guy is going to be the one to get us going. That guy is going to be the one that pumps this locker room up. So Lion fans, what do you think? 800-859-0957. You can call, you can text. Lines are open. We're ready to hear what you got to say about the Lions. Because for me, I'm willing to just sit back and say, yeah, you know what? This is not what this year is going to be for forever. This is not going to be Dan Campbell's legacy here in Detroit for a long time. This is just going to be what he has to deal with right now in this first year. He's got to find a way to weather this storm through season one and deal with these pieces. And season two might not be great either, guys. Maybe we get one, two wins next year. But we have to be ready and be willing to go through that. And yeah, it seems like we've gone through it a lot. And as Lions fans, myself personally, for my entire life, they've been terrible. 33 years. They haven't been good. But are you willing, as Lions fans, to weather that storm a little bit longer? Are you willing to sit there and say, yeah, you know what? We're just going to have to deal with it. Let me know what you think. 800-859-0957. You can call or text. That's the phone number. Again, 800-859-0957. Call or text. We would love to hear what you got to say. Love to hear what you got to think about Your Detroit Lions. Coming up soon here, though, on the other side of the break, we're going to have the Emmy award-winning sports journalist on with us. Justin Rose is going to join the show to talk some Michigan, Michigan State. A great game yesterday in East Lansing went down. As you know, Spartan fans, you heard it here on WJR. Michigan State with the win, 37-33. We're going to get to it coming up on the other side of the break.
0: More sports rap presented by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel sports app today. FanDuel. More ways to win. Here's Chris Renwick.
2: Yeah, it was unfreaking believable. Sports Wrap here on 760 WJR. Matthew Lornick in for Chris Wenwick. The phone number is 800-859-0957. You can call or text. Lines are open, ready to talk to you about anything in the world of sports here in Detroit. First and foremost, though, we got to get into it from yesterday. Joining me now, Emmy award-winning sports journalist, Justin Rose on the phone. Justin, how's it going, man?
1: If you're a Michigan State fan, it's going very well I, on this Halloween.
2: I can imagine it is, no doubt about that. For the listeners who might not know, Justin Rose, Michigan State fan, big time. Myself, I mean, Michigan you fan. Could say,
1: you could say you could say that, I suppose. Went there, <laughs> third generation Spartan, so it's kind of in the it's kind of in the veins. There but, you go. You know, covering both teams for the past seven years, if you grow an appreciation for how both programs do it Mm -hmm. and it's different and and Mel Tucker you know obviously second year on the scene first coach ever to be able to beat Michigan the first two go rounds he's obviously making his mark very early on in this rivalry.
2: Now to go off of what you just said about Mel Tucker is this a guy who is building something at Michigan State that he will be able to see through for a long time or are the rumors about LSU
1: something that Michigan State fans should be worried about? Well, you're always going to be worried about when you have a coach that has success because there's always going to be somebody who's going to want to call and see if he's interested in leaving. It's not 1999 anymore. I Mm -hmm. think that's the major difference. You know, Michigan State did not have the facilities. They didn't have the money. They didn't have the donor power that they do these days to be able to compete. So if LSU comes calling and they say, hey, we're going to pay you $9 million a year. Well, I think Michigan State's going to be able to find the money with Matt Ishbia, Mm -hmm. with Uh, you know, Rocket Mortgage being as uh, big of a, you know, sponsor as they are these days. Right. Uh, And and also the donors, the the big donors that are already on campus that have already seen what he can do. They're going to want to pony up the dough to make sure he sticks around. I mean, I don't look at it like Mel Tucker leaving um, for LSU is anything more than just hearsay until we hear something different. Right. That's why I'll leave that one.
2: Yeah. And I think it's a lot of what in the past when Michigan fans would hear, oh, Harbaugh's going back to the NFL, or he's going, I mean, like you said, if they really want to find people to keep them around, they're going to find the money to keep them around.
1: No, exactly. And I also think that, you know, he's going to be able to build something here that is going to be really special. It's not mm-hmm. to say LSU's not a special place. I'm sure right. it is. But none of us up here really understand that tradition as opposed to Big Ten tradition. And, Mm -hmm. you know, SEC obviously is the king of college football until somebody dethrones Alabama, but it's really just Alabama and everybody else. Mel Tucker's in a situation where he can come in here, play in one of the most competitive divisions in all of football with Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State each and every year in the East. And then of course, whoever comes out of the West, you know, and they have their own little SEC divide up here. So it's not like it's that much better of a job when I mean, you really boil it down. Yeah, Louisiana doesn't have a professional sports team, you know, in that area. They have the Saints, but they're, that's down in New Orleans. So it's a much different space um, to go and compete at. It'll be interesting to see. He's a Midwest guy from Ohio, yep. played at Wisconsin, and here he is now at Michigan State. So I uh, got some trick-or-treaters coming up here. I think this is uh, Han Solo.
2: Oh, really?
1: Ray. Oh, there we go. I don't know my characters very well. The Force is strong with all of them. Thank you. Oh, and a baby Yoda. Wow, oh. This is a fantastic one.
2: What a great showing already, early for trick or treating.
1: Obviously, obviously. She's got the pink pumpkin. Did you? She's, she's thinking about it. She's back and forth. Do you grab a piece of candy for her? Him. Him. Thank you. And look at this little dog. Unbelievable. This is perfect. We're having a great time out here. The only thing I'll on say
2: is night. anybody who's not rocking a pillowcase as your trick or treat bag's doing it wrong.
1: Exactly. The pillowcases in the and in the inline skating rollerblading thing was the way to do it back uh, back in mm-hmm. my day. That's how you but, maximized you know, your profits. That, you know, and the time spent, you know, from house to house. It was like three seconds per house. I was yeah, flying. It
2: was the way to do it. Flying. So now Kenneth Walker, we gotta talk about that real quick. Has he locked up the Heisman with that performance yesterday?
1: He's not locked it up yet, but I would certainly put him in you know, the top three mm-hmm. at, as of right now. Um, look, if you look at the last running back that won the Heisman Trophy, Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. when he was at Alabama, you look at his numbers through eight games, Kenneth Walker has beat his numbers. Yeah, That's a little historical perspective for you with how good he's playing. and He's obviously the fastest Michigan State running back to ever get to the yardage that he's at. I think he just eclipsed 1,200 total uh, running yards yep. this season um it's an unbelievable thing and for for him to be a transfer guy to come and make this kind of an impact in one year you know getting on campus in july and all of a sudden taking this kind of by storm it's been remarkable to see what he's been able to do so i certainly think he's going to get an invitation but he has to have another big day against ohio state which i think he could yeah and i think he has to have another big day against penn state which i think he could you know obviously the heisman is Kind of right around bowl season, so the bowl games aren't going to be an opportunity for him to really, you know, showcase it for the voters out there. But I think he'll do enough, especially if Michigan State has some success against Ohio State and Penn State. Not saying they're going to win those games, but if he rushes for you know 150, 200 yards at each of those contests, the numbers are just going to be hard to beat. But the team has to continue to do well for him to be, you know, really considered as a Heisman front runner. But yesterday. I mean that was the most talked about Michigan Michigan State game in the history of the series oh, yeah. as far as the new age media goes. Right. Uh, it, it was on everybody's eyes who was watching college football yesterday yep. and every highlight show this morning. So Michigan State is is got to be beaming their chests out right now because they're just the program looks great. They look like they got the right guy. The players are buying into the the concept and the culture. The recruiting is on the upkick. It's a great time to be in Michigan State football fan right now
2: absolutely now let's switch gears really quick and talk about the maze and blue is this now for sure the time to talk fire Harbaugh
1: no I don't think so I mean it, it, they can still go to the big Ten championship game I mean it, it, this is not over and mm-hmm. I think that a lot of the players are addressed that right after the game and I think you know kudos to them that was a gut wrench that was a gut punch um you know type type of loss I mean they led throughout that game until the very end and that's frustrating, and you and I were talking during the break. I mean, yeah. if there was ever a time for Michigan State to reclaim little brother, it was after the game yesterday. Yeah. Missed opportunity, I mean, guys. Think about that, missed opportunity for one of those players. But you know, Michigan State likes to believe that they held their heads a little higher than, than getting those cheap shots, even though they did troll Taylor Lewan on Twitter. Yeah. But hey, yeah. you know, I'm not. It's a petty rivalry in a lot of different ways, it and it, it makes it fun. Um, but no, Michigan still has you know their goals are still in front of them. It, mm-hmm. They're not in their complete control, but. You know, Michigan State loses to Penn State and Ohio State, and Michigan wins out. Guess who's going? Right. Michigan is. Yeah. So it's like they're already kind of setting their sights on next week. Indiana's always been a thorn in their side we'll see. It's interesting when you're looking at the betting lines and kind of looking at, you know, Michigan's giving 19 points to Indiana. It's like, are they going to come out and just absolutely wallop them because they're upset? Or are we going to see this regression that we've kind of seen after this Michigan-Michigan State game under Jim Harbaugh? Mm -hmm. Very interesting. I would stay away from it if you're a betting man. I agree. I agree.
2: One other question about Michigan fan base now. The Cade McNamara haters, do they need to lay off because that performance that he put together yesterday, despite losing the game, was something that you have not seen from him
1: yet this season. No, Cade McNamara, I think, still is the guy. And I mean, him coming out and being able to throw the way that he did with the efficiency and the target that, that he did. I mean, that interception, yeah, I threw into double coverage, but Brantley made an unbelievable catch to secure that thing. Mm-hmm. And, and McNamara was pretty accurate all day long. There's not a lot of times where it looked like he was, you know, um overmatched right. I should say I think though it's going to that old adage if you have two quarterbacks you have no quarterbacks yeah why are they kind of deciding to bring in McCarthy and Duke I mean if McCarthy doesn't come into the game with seven minutes to go yeah and fumble the football does Michigan win that game Do they I, go down and score and go up by 10 I say yes yeah y- and I wouldn't just I think we could argue it I, I right. would say that the chances of him not botching that, that snap. I mean, that's the comfort of the game. He's a junior. We're talking about a red, a junior compared to a true freshman. Mm-hmm. And those are the types of things that get you beat. And as a Michigan state fan, I remember jumping out of my chair when he dropped that ball Yeah, because it was just like, well, it's your, is it my, is it you, is it me? And it's like, that's where it's like a coaching blunder to put McNamara, not put to put McCarthy in that situation instead of your, your leader, your starting quarterback to hand the ball off. If it was a designed run play where you wanted McCarthy to show off, I understand that. It wasn't. It was a simple handoff. Mm -hmm. And that's where it's like, you know, I don't want to beat on Jim Harbaugh, you know, any more than people are beating on him just because, you know, I think the writing's on the wall with, with who he is and what he can do with that program. But that's a coaching mistake. Yeah you know, at the end of the day, the kid didn't execute it, but that's a coaching mistake to even put that kid in that situation. Well,
2: and you talk about coaching mistakes, I think you can definitely look to the Michigan defense and talk about Mike McDonald making some coaching mistakes. I think once you start seeing, hey, you know what? Our our constant subbing on defense isn't working. Michigan's running up-tempo. You got called for too many men on the field defensively multiple times in the game, which should not be the case. And multiple times your defense wasn't set and Michigan State was going. So you you talk about out coached i think that's another area where michigan definitely got out coached in that in that category
1: no and it does and i think that right now i think both programs have to take a look in the mirror at themselves and simply say who are we and under Mel Tucker, Michigan State has been preaching this culture, this relentlessness, this attitude, and it's, it's, you, you see it. You feel it mm. trickle through and, and matriculate through these players. They never once felt like they were losing the game. The fan base certainly did. I tweeted yeah. out when I was thirteen to 14 that it was over. Yep. So I knew I was like, you know, not the relentless attitude, and maybe I need to take a look in the mirror. But we're still in year seven of Jim Harbaugh. Who are they? Right. Who is Michigan in their core of, of under Harbaugh, what are they? And I think it's a fair question. Seven years into this, who are you? And if you don't have a definitive answer of who you are, then maybe he's not the right guy for you. Regardless of how many good wins or bad wins he has, he doesn't have very many good wins, but he's got a ton of bad ones. Yep. Or or, you know, I mean, winning is winning, and his winning percentage is not terrible. No. I mean, he's winning like seventy-eight percent of his games, but the twenty-two he's losing—yep. Michigan State, Ohio State. Right. You know, it'll be interesting when Penn State, when they uh, when they have to, uh, to to play Penn State in a couple of weeks. I mean, it's all kind of, you know, the same story. Mm-hmm. And I just love that this rivalry finally had its moment in the sun where undefeated teams, top ten. It was an unbelievable game, an instant classic. I know Michigan yeah. fans want to complain about some of the calls, but you've got to play through it. you got to execute. Absolutely. You know, you've been on the other side of it, too. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, it's just it's a... It's a crazy thing, but, you know, I have said since I got back to Detroit in 2014, covering sports in this area, it is good for the state of Michigan when both teams are playing at an elite level. Absolutely. And it's going to mean heartbreak for one every year and sweet, sweet victory for the other. But, gosh, can we do this every year? Because I was was like a kid on Christmas morning, like Saturday morning. I was so amped up for it, and I don't even play. Right. So can you imagine being in that room? Oh,
2: yeah. Again, it was just incredible, and and like you said, it's fun when they're both good. We haven't had them both be this good in forever, so to see that happen and to see both these teams on the national stage like that was awesome. Justin, thank you for hanging out with me on Sports Wrap. Emmy Award-winning sports journalist Justin Rose, have a great Halloween, man. Give out that candy. Hey,
1: you too, man. I got this mullet I'm rocking on the corner here in Huntington Woods. Swing on through. Let's go.
2: Perfect. Let's get it, guys. Go get the candy (laughs) from Justin Rose, kids, okay?
1: Have a good one, everybody. Happy Halloween. Thanks,
2: Justin. See you, bud. He said it. A lot of good things there from Justin, and and we'll talk about it. If you want to chime in on your thoughts, Michigan, Michigan State, 800-859-0WJR, 800-859-0957. Text lines are open. Phone lines are open. Call in at SportsRap on 760-WJR.
0: Back to more sports rap presented by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel sports app today. FanDuel, more ways to win. Here's Chris Renwick.
2: All right, in four, Chris Renwick on this Halloween evening. Matthew Lorneck hanging out with you on sports rap. Phone lines are open. 800-859-0957. You can call or text 800-859-0957. Anything you want to talk about sports-related here, let's go for it. All right? You got the Lions on the table. We talked a little bit about that. Just had Emmy Award-winning sports journalist Justin Rose on with us. Talked Michigan, Michigan State. What do you want to talk about out there, sports fans? There's a lot going on here in the state of Michigan. A lot to be talking about and excited about if you're a fan base of either one of these Michigan teams. Like Justin and I were talking about, Michigan fans, it's not over for you yet you gotta win your, you got to win out, essentially. you got to keep playing and focusing on what's next. And Justin brought up a good point. Are you going to see a Michigan team this coming week takes on Indiana and falls short? Are you going to see a team that comes back pissed off and, and lays the hammer on them? I'd like to hope that you see that team instead of the other. So, again, phone lines are open. 800-859-0957 can call, you can text 800-859-0957 here on SportsRap on WJR. We're going to talk a little Detroit Red Wings now because despite them being in a situation where they're just so up and down right now, they got some wins happening, some losses happening, and you haven't really seen them hit that groove where they are being consistent and where they are putting out a product that you can be happy about all the time. But as Red Wings fans, we kind of talked about it last time I was on Sports Wrap last weekend. They are closer, I would say, than any other professional franchise here in the city to be in a position to compete and potentially work towards a championship. I think it's going to be the Red Wings that win one Before anybody else. And I don't know if anybody else is on board with that. But for me, it's just a feeling about what this team is doing. It's a feeling about how you look at what is happening in that organization. And with Steve Iserman at the helm, do you feel comfortable? Do you feel like he's the one... That's gonna take them the rest of the way. Everybody said, "Yeah, the are plan. We're in on it. I'm in on it." I mean, for instance, another example of just Steve Eiserman being amazing. He drove Joe Valeno from Detroit to Toronto for the game. Right? They called him back up. They were getting him ready to get back on the team, and Steve Eiserman says, "Yeah, you know what? Let's hop in the car. I'm gonna drive you." So. I mean, something like that, that's just Steve Eiserman being a good guy in the sense of, you know what, we got to get you up there for the game. We're not going to worry about the airport. Let's just go. We'll drive. And And that's something that when you see that, you just think, man, okay, this is a guy willing to do anything to help get his team in a position to win. Something as simple as driving the player to the game because it's just – It's that kind of guy. He's that kind of guy for this organization because he's been here, he's invested in it, and he's ready to do what he has to do to make it exceptional. And so I think if you're looking at this team, you got to be ready for for Red Wings fans because if you're a Red Wings fan, there's a lot to be excited about. 800-859-0WJR is the phone number or 800-859-0957. You can call, you can text, phone lines are open. Got some Red Wings talk going on right now. And let's talk about Lucas Raymond. Lucas Raymond has a four-point game, a hat-trick, also gets an assist. He is, again, in in this elite company now, where of the age 19 or younger, to be able to have a four-point game for the Red Wings. The only other two to do it, Steve Eiserman and Gordie Howe. So if you're looking at Lucas Raymond, you're thinking, okay, you know what? This kid's the real deal. This kid's going to be the real deal. He's going to be someone that this franchise can be built around. And I think you're seeing that from a lot of players on this team. You're seeing it from Sider, I think, a lot. And I think you're starting to see, again, Dylan Larkin take that captainship and kind of run with it. Wants to be that guy that his team looks to. Tyler Bertuzzi, also another guy. So if you're Red Wings fans now, can you look at this team and say, you know what, yeah, we're ready. We're all in on the Red Wings. We're bought in on this team. 800-859-0WJR, 800-859-0957. Phone lines are open. Text lines are open. Feel free to chime in on your thoughts on anything sports-related here in Michigan. We've talked Lions a little bit. Talk Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan fans, if you're listening, time to fire Harbaugh or not? What do you think? Because a lot of people are ready to get on that bandwagon again. Michigan fans who wanted J.J. McCarthy. Do we really want J.J. McCarthy? Now, yes, the talk that Cade McNamara was in the injury tent when J.J. McCarthy had to go back out there. Well, in that case, you don't have another choice, right? You got to put him out there if that's the situation. But it just goes to show you that when you needed him, You couldn't rely on him. So if you are Michigan fans looking at this now, J.J. McCarthy, you've had him in scenarios where Cade's been fine to go in. In this scenario when he fumbles, yeah, Cade happened to not be fine to go in, so you didn't have a choice. But now when you see him again, are Michigan fans going to be looking at J.J. McCarthy thinking, oh, no, not again. Oh, no. Here, Here we go. Call in and let me know what your thoughts are. Let me know what you think there. 800-859-0957. If you want to talk Halloween, we got that on the table too. October 31st, what kind of costumes are you seeing? 800-859-0957. Text lines, phone lines are open. Feel free to get into it. Cade Cunningham made his debut for your Detroit Pistons. What do we think? What's your What's your vibe check on the Pistons? They got to win the night he started. Is that because of him? Is that become a, because of something else? But that's on the table too. So let's get it out there. Let's talk about it. It's all out there for you sports fans here in the great state of Michigan. 800-859-0957. You can call, you can text, and you can go ahead and give us your input on what's going on in the world of sports here in Michigan. Like we said, Cade Cunningham. Is he going to be the guy? Is he that guy for the Pistons? Um, you know, you're going to look to see what, what you can get out of him because not necessarily sure that it's exactly where it's going to be with him because He's actually not playing tonight after having played previously in the Pistons win. So, is this going to be that kind of streaky situation where you have him, you don't have him? Is he going to be kind of that, you know, we're not sure if he's healthy or not? Is there more concern there? Let us know. Sports Rap on WJR, 800-859-0957. Phone lines open, text lines open. Let me know what you think. Anything in the world of sports, it's all on the table for you. It's Sports rap on 760 WJR.
0: more sports rap presented by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel sports app today. FanDuel, more ways to win. Here's Chris Renwick.
2: Matthew Lornick in for Chris Renwick on this Halloween. What costumes are you seeing out there? Which ones are the popular ones? Is Squid Games the popular costume? We got some Star Wars fans out there. We just talked to Justin Rose not long ago, Emmy award-winning sports journalist. He's seen a lot of star wars. Is that still a popular costume? We're talking all things sports right now for the state of Michigan. I mean, Lions again. If you want to talk about it, you can. I'm here for it. I don't think there's really anything if you're a Lions fan that you need to be freaking out about. This was going to happen this year. You're in a situation where it's a true rebuild of the Lions putting pieces together to make it through the season to limp through it to get to a point where they get a good draft pick you know we had a text in says this is a good idea for the lions to throw the season and get number one next time in the draft I mean I think you're kind of on that road I don't think they're gonna throw anything to get there I don't think they have to throw anything to get there I think that could easily just happen naturally because despite what this team has shown so far yeah, you're still fighting and you're still in games some of the time. Today, they just weren't in it at all. And Dan Campbell took the onus on that. He took the blame. And we heard that clip earlier. We'll play it again for you here in a second. But, you know, Dan Campbell, yeah, taking the onus of it's on me to get my team ready. You know, Dan, you just don't have the pieces. So I think there's a lot of it where you could easily say, yeah, you know what? Will this team maybe go over the rest of the way through? Yeah but I don't think they're going to do it on purpose. I think it's just something that could happen. Here's what Dan Campbell had to say earlier about how bad things have been. Yeah. Now I said it earlier, there's only so much the head coach can do to set the tone and to sort of get your team ready. You also have a group of grown men who just need to be ready to go play and who need to be ready to go compete. And yes, I appreciate Dan Campbell coming and saying, the onus is on me, put it on me. Don't blame anybody else. But the people that we can still blame is the regime that came before you, Dan. Matt Patricia's time here was not spent well. And so we can easily look to that and say, you know what, you're dealing with this bad hand you've been dealt in your first season. If you make it through season one, and you still stay positive, and you still, as a coach, stay confident in dealing with the hard criticisms that are going to come to you, and you stay in that ability to keep this team focused on trying to compete, then you're going to be fine. Because eventually, the cards are going to fall into place, and you're going to get something that you can work with to, to maybe get a winning season. Now, how far away are the Lions from that? What do you think? Call in and let me know. 800-859-0957. You can call in. You can text that same number. 800-859-0957. Realistically, how much longer do you need to wait as Lions fans before you see something positive that is positive in the effects of winning season, winning the NFC North, winning you know a playoff game, winning a division, How far away are we from that? 800-859-0957. You can call in. You can text in with your thoughts on that. We're going to swing over to the Pistons real quick. They're 1-4. and Their only win came when Cade Cunningham played. Now, Cade Cunningham didn't do a whole lot. Okay, I mean, yes, that's great that he was participating in this one. Had two points. Had two assists. Seven rebounds. But he's now not playing tonight. Are they going to lose? Are they going to win? Can they do it without Cade? Is there already so much pressure on Cade Cunningham that is it going to eventually be too much? Because the Pistons, another team here in Detroit that are in the situation of we got to put all these pieces together. Yes, you have a lot of good individual talent. In in the Detroit Pistons, you don't really look like you have that cohesiveness as a team. And of course, that doesn't come overnight. It's not something you're able to get to right away. But how much longer until the Pistons are a team you're excited about? Because right now, out of all of our teams, I'm more excited about the Red Wings. And they're still a ways away. But they are the team, for me, that's showing the most promise. 800. 859-0957, 859 the phone number. You can call in. You can text. Willing to talk about anything, sports here in the state of Michigan. If you're a Michigan Wolverines fan, you took a tough, you took a tough one. You took a beating on the chin. Now you're going to find out what this team's made of coming up this week, coming up through the rest of the season. You play Indiana. Are you going to go out and you're going to clobber Indiana because of what happened? Or are you are you going to put yourself in a situation where it's a trap game and you have a potential of dropping one to Indiana, which is at night in, in Ann Arbor, which I don't get. Night, night games are, are supposed to be big primetime games. No Michigan team fan, no Michigan fan is looking at that going, yeah, that's great. I really want to wait around all day to play Indiana at night. It's just a sour taste in your mouth still. And that hangover is going to be there next week. It's going to be there all through the rest of the season. I think Michigan fans see a potential for their season to be saved. They win out, and they again, they got to beat Ohio State. But can they? Will they be a different Michigan team? Because you've seen the collapse happen before. You've seen Michigan teams start out the way they have, lose that big game like they did to Michigan State, and then crumble the rest of the season. And if you're a Michigan State fan, You don't have an easy schedule ahead of you either. Michigan State still got to take on Penn State. They still got to take on Ohio State. They still got to play Purdue, who could be a trap game. Could Purdue be your game where they surprise you? Could Maryland give you some trouble? If you're either one of those fan bases, what's your temperature on this? Michigan State in the top five right now in the AP. Michigan State in the top ten sitting at nine is Michigan State really a contender for the college football playoff at some point this year? Because if you look at both these teams, there's opportunity for either one to be competing for the Big Ten title. We'll leave you with those thoughts. We'll see what we can get into next time on Sports Wrap. Matt Lornick sitting in for Chris Renwick. Hopefully I'll be here again at some point. 800-859-0957 is the phone number. Put it in your phone. Save it next time so it's easier to call or text. All right. Thanks for hanging out on Sports Wrap. I'm Matt Lornick in for Chris Renwick on 760 WJR.